As a small business, it can be challenging to incorporate social initiatives into your business that the team can get behind and promote and get excited about. Infusion, I shared strategies to connect your colleagues to what they care about, their compassion connection, what your company can provide, and what the world needs must be complementary, not contradictory. Meaning valued aligned initiatives are at the root of who you contribute to. There's no limit to the number of social, economic, or environmental issues that need our attention. I mean, during the pandemic alone, we have witnessed more people of different abilities, cultures, races, genders, sexual orientation, and sizes feel more isolated. We've seen our systems break down and people along with them. We've noticed a dramatic increase in the demand for food banks, observed an exodus of mothers leaving the job market to homeschool, supported small businesses to to struggle to survive. We heard of more minorities being attacked, disregarded, or degraded. We experienced the, un the environment yelling back at us for our continuous disregard. We evaded our responsibility to assist providing vaccines to developing countries. And the list just doesn't stop there. This doesn't even include the United Nations 2030 Sustainable Development Goals that has 17 goals and 169 associated targets. The world's to-do list, and we all need to chip away at that one. Not to mention, UNICEF and Red Cross also share what they are focused on and why. Another resource to stimulate what your team can contribute to. You can check out links in the blog for easy resource and reference. So finding what the world needs isn't the issue. Consciously contributing can be more of a challenge. You see, in the West, we have a saying that it's better to give than receive. The premise of this saying is that we feel better when we giveth. The real flaw in this adage is giving just because it feels good. It only satisfies our ego or reducing our feeling of guilt. We need to contribute consciously. We need to ask ourselves, will my contribution cultivate the intended behavior? Is the receiver really better off because of my giving? Giving is handing something over that you may not want. Contributing emphasizes helping to achieve the desired outcome. Contributing also implies a long pursuit rather than a transaction. You Me We embraces contributions for that reason. As Captain Choya, changemaker, interviewed on You Me We Amplified says, don't start things for your own fulfillment. Start them to make a difference to uplift the life of someone else. To provide what the world needs, consider these three foundations of contributing and how to make them count. First of all, ensure your contribution creates dignity and or opportunity. An interview that convinced me of the harm giving can cause was with Yetna Bush Naguzi, a young woman who 
helped change the perception of disability in Ethiopia. Blind since the age of five, she sees unsolicited giving to be laced with assumptions. She describes receiving charity as based on the goodwill of the giver. The receiver has no say. There is an issue of pride and sustainability. Yetnabush is an advocate for giving opportunities and recognizes that everyone has value to contribute, regardless of their ability. You can check out our interview in the link in our blog. Over the years, Yetnabush's perspective has held in much of my research on how to contribute. Most recently, during the Diversity, Equity and Inclusion 5 panel series I hosted. As a matter of fact, you can receive an overview of some of the key takeaways in the link in the blog. So, number two consideration that you want to make when you are contributing to make sure it counts is consider the impact on the whole. This may be counterintuitive. Many of us hope we can help just one person. However, through the school of hard knocks, I was educated that helping one poor child by buying their picture may have vast implications on the entire community. For example, if a child makes money, they will continue to do what makes them money and forgo going to school. The challenge? Well, no education, no way out of poverty. Hard knocks, like I said. Organizing your team to collect clothes for a specific initiative is often a great need to fill. Without due diligence, though, the challenge is that asking what is done with the clothing, if not purchased, may expose an unfortunate reality. Many of our clothes donated or leftovers are shipped to developing countries and either fill their landfills or are sold to street merchants at a low cost cannibalizing the local clothing industry. To learn more about this, visit our previous YumiWe Infusion blog on clothing donations. Again, the link's in the blog. The third thing to consider to make your contribution count, and the most important, is ask the beneficiary. What do you want? Assumptions torment many givers' decisions. Media inflamed stories or celebrity causes and social media have shaped our views. Following doesn't replace due diligence. Assumptions are often made and can cause bogging down the systems. Consider, have you ever given food to a homeless person without considering their dietary restrictions? Send clothing to support the Red Cross or the Canadian Council of Refugees. <laughs> we have a giving reflex, and it looks like this. Close, 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 close. <laughs> Anytime there's an issue without doing due diligence. And sometimes what it does is it bogs the system down because there's only limited resources to address the issue. And they, people end up focusing on all your clothes rather than where they need to be focusing. Have you ever done this? Provide a holiday dinner and delivered it to a stranger, making you the hero rather than the parent whose dignity is already lacking? Or have you ever assumed that someone would want what you want in the same situation? Most of us have done that one. 
our good nature often comes at a price. Our tendency to respond to a need, often under the banner of giving, has a short-term reward, but can be riddled with obstacles to achieve long-term sustainability. Assessing whether an initiative is helping or hurting can be complex. And I don't want to discourage contributing. That's not what this is about. But if I could curb one leader's giving reflex and promote thorough consideration before you attempt to be the white knight in hopes of saving the day, then our consciousness has been increased and you are likely to have a more profound impact. So, as you address what the world needs, remember the positive social impact results from a conscious and deliberate set of activities addressing a pressing social challenge that is often found in underserved populations that lack essential resources or services. With the right intention and due diligence, you and your team can address a social gap while experiencing more sense of meaning by collectively serving something bigger than ourselves. What can you do now to make your contribution count? Ask yourself what your community needs and what your business does to help fulfill it while staying aligned with your values and abilities. Another approach is to start getting involved in the community initiatives as a team and assess what resonates with individuals and the team as a whole. You may stumble on a cause that you all can get behind. At You, Me, We Social Impact Group, we grow your social impact sustainably and consciously. So join us at the You, Me, We movement and like, share, comment, and subscribe to You, Me, We Infusion. Until next time, make your contribution count for you, your organization, and your community. And P.S. Do you have a question about growing your social impact? Let me know in the comments or hit reply. Subscribe to You, Me, We Infusion to receive the entire Nobody Wants to Work series and receive a free download, seven strategies to create a culture of inclusion and belonging. Visit youmewe.ca resources to subscribe and get your free download.